something to say. Hello everyone, and welcome to this episode of Project Shadow. My name is Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, especially if you're listening to my new book, listening to, reading, whichever you're doing, my new book, Crucify My Love, which is available as an Amazon Kindle, a paperback, and a podcast. Just search for Mask of the Gods, which is the name of the series, wherever you're listening to this podcast. So CBS All Access announced the name of the new Star Trek series starring Patrick Stewart, and it's Star Trek Picard. And that's what I'm going to be talking about today, as well as my love for Star Trek and how that is really, truly, honestly being put to the test here lately. So yeah, it's going to be one of those. If you haven't already, and you are ever so inclined to do so, Please rate this podcast or the, this episode in particular. If the app that you're listening to me on allows you to do that, that helps me out a lot. It tells the algorithm to share the podcast with more people. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do. That would be awesome. And uh, don't forget to share, comment on the Twitter thread and all that good stuff. So, yeah. Star Trek Picard. That's the name. That's what they're going with. Star Trek Picard. Now, before I get started <clears throat> on what will probably be a ranty, 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 hopefully not too ranty, episode about how much I love Star Trek, how much I love The Next Generation, how much I love Jean-Luc Picard, even though he's not my favorite captain... I have to say that the choice to name the series Star Trek Picard is upsetting and troubling for two major reasons. One, it's a, an uninspired title. Granted, it probably does tell me what I need to know, but think about everything else for, be, be, once you go beyond the original series, which was just Star Trek, you have Star Trek The Next Generation. Now, this is a very informative title because this tells us that unlike the previous Star Trek that we knew, this takes place in the future with a whole new cast. Star Trek Deep Space Nine tells us that it's going to take place on a space station named Deep Space Nine and revolve around the antics on board. Star Trek Voyager takes place on Voyager. Star Trek Enterprise takes place on Enterprise. And Star Trek Discovery takes place on the Discovery. Now, the reason I'm pointing that out is, with the exception of the last one, which should have been, if we're going to use naming conventions like this now, which should have been called Star Trek Burnham, all of the other series revolve around ensemble casts. We have numerous characters to invest our interest in, our time with, to get to know, as we're exploring 
this future setting and these crazy adventures that our heroes get up to. So it's only fitting that the next generation follows literally a generation. At the very beginning of the series, we have everyone from a child, Wesley Crusher, all the way up to the father figure of the ship, Jean-Luc Picard. Deep Space Nine followed the antics of normal, numerous characters on the station, including Quark, and even an episode that kind of spotlighted what Morn was up to and what he did. Because you could do that. Because you had opened your series up to this wonderful world where we're going to be looking at a setting and the people, places, and things on there. Next Gen had some really good episodes about characters that were not part of the main group. So did Voyager, actually. But now, now that hell has to change with the new CBS shows. For all the things that people want to point to with Star Trek Discovery and say that that's how it departed from the original series, its main point of departure was choosing a main character. Michael Burnham is the main character of the show, which is why I jokingly said at the beginning of this episode that maybe it would have been better if they called it Star Trek Burnham if we're doing this kind of thing now. And that's one of its weakest points. Many of the other characters on the Discovery, from Saru to, well, Tilly, pretty much anybody, could have been really interesting to get full spotlight episodes. But that never really happens. Because the series made the completely bizarre decision to spotlight one character and pretty much follow them almost exclusively in all the adventures that took place. Michael is at the center of every episode of Discovery. Mm. This can pose problems. Mainly because every problem that comes up, we have to see how Michael is involved in solving it. If Michael's not involved, why are we watching it? After all, she is the main character of the show. This becomes a repeating problem over the course of the series. By naming this Star Trek Picard, you're telling me right away, you're doing that again. And I don't know why. It didn't work with Discovery in Season 1 or Season 2. But, apparently, you're going to do this with Jean-Luc Picard. Don't get me wrong, some of the best episodes of, the, of TNG were the spotlight episodes on Picard, where we get to see him and his adventures with Vosh, his adventures with Q, his adventures with Dr. Crusher, that really, really good two-parter where he gets abducted by the Cardassians. And Patrick Stewart's a really good, really compelling actor, so... It's not that I don't have faith in him pulling it off. It's just now the entire series requires Picard to be at the center of it. Why would we get an offshoot story about some ensign on Star Trek Picard? We, we shouldn't. Because you've already told me in the name of the series that it's only about him. And I think that's a huge mistake. 
It's a big mistake. There have been some leaks from the set and some pictures and stuff, and I don't want to talk about those right now. I really don't, because they're out of context, and we really don't know what they're going to be in the final thing. For example, all of the Klingon stuff that got people like me so worked up, well, that was the first two episodes and really didn't play much into the rest of the series, so mm, I, I don't want to get locked in that trap again. But if you're going to focus a Star Trek series on one particular character, I mean, Jean-Luc Picard is not a bad one to pick if we have to go back to a nostalgia property. But that... from See, that's the biggest problem here, is this is a pure nostalgia show. If they were wanting to do an interesting new Star Trek series, and apparently have this Star Trek cinematic universe thing that they're really pushing, because, you know, they have two animated cartoons coming, right? One for kids and one for adults It's going to be dirty, because Rick and Morty, for reasons... I guess. I mean, they actually cited Rick and Morty when they announced it, so yay, that's the kind of Star Trek I want. And now there are the rumors that we're going to get the Pike spinoff show, and I'd kind of be down with that. Pike and Spock were some of the best parts of the last season of Discovery. But uh, that's a lot of Star Trek. <laughs> that is an insane amount of Star Trek. And I've kind of gotten myself to a place where I don't know if I'm going to watch either of the animated series. We'll have to see how that, you know, works out in the end. But uh, this is too much. This is just too much. Look, I'm all for cinematic universes and I'm all for big, expansive stories that have overlap and whatnot. And it has been pulled out, pulled off successfully even when people didn't realize it, when I was a kid, there were numerous shows that took place in the same setting and often had characters overlap and visit each other. That, that's been a thing in television for quite some time. And shows that continued and spun off. I mean, Cheers spun off quite a few shows while it was still on TV. I think the most successful one while it was still airing was Wings. But, you know, they didn't have to worry about continuity between them because they dealt with different characters. I feel like they're going to try to say that they're not going to have to deal with continuity because, well, they're set at different times and places. And that's going to pose all kinds of problems because if we're going to try to put all of these in the prime timeline, and who knows if they're going to, because we haven't gotten any announcements on that, any of these could happen in the Kelvin timeline, which is the J.J. Uh, Abrams movies. Probably not, because they messed up when they wrote the contract with Bad Robot, and J.J. kind of owns that-ish to a little bit, and that, that becomes problematic. Hmm. But yeah... They, putting out this miniseries this fast could really be a problem. 
And it's mainly because we've never really had this much going on in Star Trek at one time. There is overlap between the next generation and Deep Space Nine and between Deep Space Nine and Voyager. But at most, we had two series that were on concurrently, that were on at the same time, that were vying for audience while the other one was there. We're already at a count of four, because there's going to be a third season of Discovery. We now have the Pickard show and the two animated series that are coming, and possibly a fifth. A fifth, if they do the Kirk, I'm sorry, if they do the Spock Pike show. Because the, that's, a, that's honestly the only one that I'm kind of really interested in. Because, well, they already proved to me that they have two actors that have to both come back. They can really play those roles really well. See, the reason I'm so worked up about the name of the show and its stark qualities is this tells me that they're yet again going to do another hero series. This is going to be all about Picard. While I'm sure they can come up with a story that will be interesting and that will keep my attention, I'm assuming he's going to be an admiral. And since they didn't call it Starfleet Academy or Star Trek Academy, which is what I thought it was going to be, I'm assuming it doesn't take place at the Academy, and it better not. Because if you name the show Star Trek Picard, and it takes place at Starfleet Academy, and we end up following around a whole bunch of freshmen as they're going through their Academy training, you're stupid, and you just picked a name that would alienate everyone. But given the way that CBS has been dealing with Star Trek lately, that is possible that's completely within the realm of possibilities but i'm assuming what they're going to do is he's not going to have his own ship he's going to be one of those roving admirals like we saw in both the original series and the next generation and occasionally on deep space nine that gets called in to solve problems and so each season, they're going to give him a problem to solve because we're going to do full season story arcs because they've already done that with Discovery and they seem to be quite committed to it. And, well, it fits the way you do streaming television. You want something that will connect people episode to episode so they feel like they have to come back. So it'll definitely be serialized and we'll get to see what negotiations now the some of the ways that this could be really interesting is say he becomes president of the federation which is a position that we do know exists from both the movies and deep space nine this could be interesting if it was kind of a west wing type show and it's about the picard administration of the federation that would be very interesting and very different. It would be a show unlike anything we'd ever seen in Star Trek before, really dealing with the internal politics of the Federation and how the various member states get along and don't. That could be fascinating. I doubt they're going to do that, because why would you bring Patrick Stewart back for that? If you're going to do that, you'd just create a new series. 
So you're bringing Patrick Stewart back because you want his gravitas, which means he's going to be sent around to mediate disputes. Because, no, I do not mean to insult Patrick Stewart in any way. I have great, deep, and abiding love for him. But he's not a young man anymore, so I don't see, and please don't, don't make me see them do an action-adventure series with Patrick Stewart, because, oh, that's not going to work too well. And also, a lot of kids growing up know him as Professor X. Again, why I thought they were going to be doing the Academy. Because it would only make sense. You're used to seeing him in this kind of teacher role. Maybe they'll give him a flagship, maybe they won't. I mean, we're going to have to see and wait until they give us the details of the show, but I, I just really have a feeling that there's going to be some kind of a major diplomatic crisis. Picard is going to be brought in to mediate it, and the drama of the show is going to be bouncing around, explaining how all of that works. And of course, there's going to be the requisite cameos from other members of the cast from, the, from TNG. Most importantly, I think is Betty is a uh, Betty. I said, why did I say Betty? Um, Beverly Crusher, because the relationship between Crusher and Picard is so important for how I think about him. I mean, I almost think about them more as a couple than I do about Troy and Riker. And I've yet to hear anything about, you know, Gates McFadden coming in. But they probably don't want to bring her in because they don't want to have to address Wesley Crusher and his hippy-dippy ways after he ran off with the Traveler, maybe? Are they going to ignore Q and his fascination with Picard? I would love to see John Delancey come back, but let's be honest, you know, I, I don't see them doing a Q episode. They might, just for the nostalgia's sake, but what are... I, I'm just troubled at the idea of doing yet another hero series and really missing the heart of what Star Trek has always been, and that's an ensemble cast. Because as much as I love Jean-Luc Picard, and I do think Patrick Stewart could pull off a show like this, I, I have a deep and abiding fear. It's one of the reasons why I went to the West Wing, that he's kind of going to be like Jedediah Bartlett, and somebody we only see every now and then and actually deal more with the other characters around him because CBS didn't want to pay the full freight to have him in as many episodes as they, you know, as much of the episodes as they would want. Maybe I'm wrong. Please, please, please let me be wrong. Oh, great bird of the galaxy. Let me be wrong. I don't know. I, I've never been so underwhelmed as I am right now. Just contemplating Star Trek Picard. Because <laughs> it doesn't give anything for my imagination to run off on. And again, because of the actor's age and because you didn't name a ship, I feel like we're yet again not going to be exploring strange new worlds and seeking out new life and new civilizations. And yet again, we will get another Star Trek that is not boldly going where no one has gone before.
And I don't know if you're still Star Trek at that point. I just, I don't know. Anywho, thank you for listening to my ranty rants. I really want to hear what you all think about this because maybe somebody can talk me down from the cliff. I want to be excited about this series. Just because, like I said, I love the character of Jean-Luc Picard. I love Patrick Stewart as an actor. I, I really want to be excited. It's just given the, the CBS's track record and just the unimaginative name that's there just to get people to come. Oh, wait, I, I remember Picard. He was on that Star Trek I liked. <laughs> I, I have I have such foreboding feelings. I don't want them to grease to this. But I think we may be getting Grease 2 or, God forbid, Grease 3. And there was a Grease 3. Anyway, if you enjoyed this show, please rate it if you haven't already in whatever app you're listening to me on. If you have a buck you can throw my way in the description, show notes, whichever you have, um, you will see a link for community support. If you click that, you can join the project at the one, five, or ten dollar a month levels. That helps me out a lot. It helps me do everything that I do, and especially since by the end of June, I'm looking at going over to relying on that exclusive, almost exclusively for my business. That that would be wonderful if you could. If you don't have the money or don't feel like giving right now, don't worry about it. That's fine. Trust me. I know what it feels like not to have money. That's like my life. Um, but. If you can, share this podcast with people you think might like it. That helps me out a lot, too. Yeah, until next time, don't forget, have the fun. Bye.